Hi, this is Mark Rabin. Welcome to episode 223 of Lean Blog Audio. This is a post that was published on August 20th, 2017, titled Monday's Solar Eclipse, Supply Chain Challenges and Eye Safety Considerations. So Monday was the so-called Great American Eclipse, a total solar eclipse that had a totality path that crossed um, only the United States. Readers and uh, listeners in Canada and Mexico could see the partial eclipse. I was going to be, I was in Orlando, where we got about an 85% eclipse uh, in the afternoon. A total eclipse is a pretty rare event on any particular spot on Earth, being seen on average just once every 375 years. The next total eclipse to cross the U.S. Uh, will be in 2024. Any rare event creates a number of challenges when it comes to manufacturing and supply chains. We've seen a pretty historic spike in demand for products like the inexpensive glasses that allow one to safely view the eclipse. Uh, you know, People in the totality zone, of course, could look at the totally eclipsed sun safely, but that's the only time. So you could call it supply chain challenges or a lack of planning on my part, but I could not find eclipse glasses anywhere. And there were many articles online about this widespread problem. You can find links to those at leanblog.org slash audio 223. So as I typed the quote marks above um, in, in that paragraph, it made me think of the old uh, Chris Farley character, uh, Bennett Brower from Saturday Night Live and his air quote fingers that he would make um, constantly during uh, his appearance on Weekend Update. You can find a video of that uh, in the blog post. So I'm not the only one who found it difficult to find uh, Eclipse glasses at a store. Uh, it was too late to order them on Amazon and they were out of stock. Uh, in the middle of last week, even a, a time frame in which Amazon is normally uh, very reliably able to deliver something that's ordered. So again, I'm thinking of uh, Bennett Brower. Maybe I should have planned ahead, and maybe I shouldn't blame others. I'm I'm making air quotes with my fingers that you you cannot see. Uh, but you know, Amazon was also hit by a problem of accidentally, mistakenly selling glasses that were potentially unsafe, or at least. The source was not verified or properly certified. Perhaps that's a buying mistake on the part of somebody at Amazon. But who um, you know, is really worried about Eclipse glasses and all the proper specs, um, pun intended, uh, until now? Vanderbilt University had to recall 8,000 glasses as well, which creates a safety risk if some people don't get the word and try the glasses on Monday um, thinking they were safe. So maybe we didn't source properly or pay attention to safety requirements with more finger quotes. Um, as it said, maybe I should do video here. Um, as it says in an article I linked to, with an online retail giant out of the picture, supply is even more strained. So Amazon is out of stock. Retailers that were supposed to have them in my area, including Lowe's, 7-Eleven, Publix, and Walmart were all sold out. I visited and called many stores and, and basically gave up. You know, I was hoping to snag a pair at a local event Monday afternoon, or I was just going to perhaps watch NASA TV. So if you are a manufacturer of Eclipse glasses, how would you have forecasted demand? You'd have no historical sales data to go with. I mean, how would you, would you forecast one for every person in the country? Well, perhaps, or one for every person in the partial Eclipse range area? 
So when planning, manufacturing, and inventory in a supply chain, there are always two types of risk. One, the risk of excess inventory, and two, the risk of lost sales due to stockouts. Retailers and manufacturers, understandably, wouldn't want to get stuck with a ton of unsold Eclipse glasses. Then again, they're small, light, and inexpensive. Um, also, they probably have a long shelf life if stored properly. And as it turns out, the, the glasses I ended up getting a hold of had uh, a warning uh, about storing them. I'll, I'll come back to that later. So uh, maybe at least in theory, any unsold glasses could be shipped to another part of the world for the next major eclipse if regulatory and ISO standards are the same worldwide. Or maybe they could be held in inventory until 2024. But, you know, yes, there is a cost to that. The cost of storage, moving them, counting them. And that's why companies don't like inventory. But lost sales are a problem, too. I think a regular man-on-the-street interview subject had the right idea when he was quoted uh, in an article I've linked to. The article said, Bill Hobday of Schaumburg has called several stores in search of a pair, but every place has been sold out. He's leery of buying them online and questions why retailers didn't have more in stock, given all the hype about the Eclipse. He said, they probably cost someone 10 cents to make, and the margin on these things has to be awesome, he said with a laugh. I'm going to keep looking, but I'll probably end up watching on TV. Another article quoted an assistant manager at a Lowe's store who said, we sold out within two weeks. Um, they received 700 glasses. We probably sold out last Thursday and been, have been getting calls nonstop ever since. So in a smoothly functioning supply chain, running out of glasses quickly should have triggered an additional order. But it's possible that the manufacturers can't keep up. And it's also possible that no retailer wants to get stuck with inventory that will essentially have no value uh, come Monday evening. A few Amazon retailers um, people selling through Amazon are sold out, but anticipated getting more supply on August 21st or 22nd, which is clearly too late to meet the market need. And whoops, they are probably going to have excess inventory. Maybe part of the problem is that public interest is high, and yet these Eclipse glasses typically only sold for a dollar or two. So maybe there wasn't enough incentive for the supply chain to care. I mean, that seems like an economics and uh, market failure. I mean, shouldn't have retailers charged a higher price? I mean, there seems to be demand, but the supply chain isn't responding. Bennett Brower might say, maybe we should have charged more for these special glasses. As USA Today explained, it sounded like one company was trying really hard to keep up with demand. As it said in the article, Demand for the special glasses, which allow you to safely view the event, is fast and furious. American Paper Optics in Bartlett, Tennessee, the company that produces the most Eclipse glasses, is working speedily to churn them out. So far, the company has produced about 37 million glasses and is shipping out as many as 500,000 each day. The company had hoped to make 100 million of the glasses. So what stands out to me, it said, they hoped to make 100 million. I, I think it goes to show that hope is not a strategy, as they say. It seems like the company is falling short of that goal. I, I wonder why. Uh, on their website, they describe themselves as your go-to Eclipse glasses supplier. I, I wonder why others didn't an anticipate and enter this market. You know, if they've made 37 million at a pace of up to 500,000 a day, that's about 74 days of production. I mean, did they have equipment problems? Were there supplier problems upstream? 
that constrained production? Did the retailers not forecast properly? You know, it would be an interesting case study to dig deeper into what happened. Bennett Brower might say, maybe we should have started ramping up earlier with finger quotes. The cost of producing inventory early and storing it probably would have been lower than the cost of buying more capital equipment. I would have buffered this, um, this demand spike with inventory instead of equipment. I would have you know, especially um, avoided buying more capital equipment because that equipment might have little value after the spike in demand unless you can also, I don't know, make 3D glasses with this uh, machinery. Um, maybe those are falling out of style too. You know, it's tempting to say all inventory is bad from a lean perspective, but sometimes inventory has a strategic purpose. Lean manufacturers sometimes find it more cost effective to level load production, holding some inventory to buffer against variation in demand. As I learned years ago, and I've, I've linked to a blog post about this from a Japanese consultant, low inventory is not the primary goal for a business. Meeting customer demand is the primary goal, and we want to meet customer demand with the lowest possible inventory. There's another article about the company, which has been making Eclipse glasses since uh, the 1990s, which says, this summer, American Paper Optics has received upward of 13,000 orders of Eclipse glasses daily, doing $2.7 million of business in a single day. So maybe there is some incentive. The owner says, it's crazy. It's absolutely gone nuts, says Jarrett, whose business-like tone contains notes of a showman's enthusiasm. We're going to sell 40 million plus glasses. My original goal was 100 million, but I didn't get the big corporate sponsors, Coke, Pepsi, Intel. E-commerce and retail have been excellent. I've been blown away by the website and by Amazon resellers. So it makes me wonder if they didn't get big corporate sponsors, it's a shame they didn't figure out how to produce these to be sold at a price that would have been profitable and insured sales. Maybe they needed an infusion of cash from sponsors. I, mean, I would have gladly paid more than $2 for a pair, but I also don't want to be gouged online, especially if you can't trust that the glasses are legit. So maybe all of this goes to show that a simple, inexpensive product can be easy to produce, but very difficult to provide throughout a supply chain especially when there's a big spike in demand. Maybe this is an extreme example of what's called the beer game effect or the bullwhip effect. You know, the problem in the MIT beer game, um, as that exercise shows, the problem is more easily identified than solved, although practical lessons include better visibility and communication um, throughout a supply chain, as would shorter lead times. That would also help. One retailer in Canada said they missed the window for ordering more when they wanted to. It said in this article, he said the chain retailer ordered double the amount of glasses it thought it would need, but there still wasn't enough to meet demand. The glasses didn't sell at first, he added, and by the time sales picked up, it was too late to reorder from the manufacturer, one of the more popular companies listed by the American Astronomical Society as a reputable supplier. The USA Today article also spells out safety tips um, without good public education. I wonder how many people um, were going to damage their eyes by staring at a partial eclipse. What does this do to our emergency departments or demand for ophthalmologist visits? Are they anticipating this and trying to staff accordingly? You know, how many people were going to damage their cameras or smartphones by trying to take pictures of the eclipse? Um, <laughs> Bennett, Bennett Brower again would say, maybe I shouldn't have 
stared at the sun without proper protection. Now, you know, on Monday, you know, I think a lot of us learned, um, boy, even trying to you know, accidentally take a glimpse at the sun is, is pretty painful. And, and thankfully, we have some um, autonomic response uh, to look away. You know, but, um, you know, to wrap up here, I think the eclipse is a reminder that we take a lot for granted in our modern day Internet enabled supply chains where we expect to get any product anytime. Supply chains can be very hard to manage, as we often see in healthcare and the pharmaceutical supply chain, where we have shortages of routine products like saline solution bags or shortages when a rare spike in demand occurs, such as in the Ebola crisis a few years back. Bennett Brower again might say, maybe if I had cared more about the eclipse, I might have tried buying them sooner. Guilty as charged. You know, the Orlando uh, weather forecast was calling for clouds. Um, it, we had heavy clouds on Sunday afternoon. So I was worried, uh, you know, this might all be for naught. I wasn't going to drive six hours to South Carolina to the totality path. Um, they, they could have clouds, too, that was in the forecast. So I'm curious, you know, what were your plans for the day? You know, did you find glasses? Did you make a pinhole projector like I did? Love to hear what you think. You can go to leanblog.org slash audio 223. What do you think a lean manufacturer would have done in this scenario? Would they have predicted the right number of glasses, getting them to the right place and the right times? Or would they have stayed out of a fluky market like this that doesn't have anything close to level loaded demand? So I appended the post after the eclipse. Um, as, as I commented uh, below the post, I had a, a kind neighbor in my condo building who had an extra pair. So I appreciate his kindness in sharing. You know, we had about 85% um, coverage, but the sun was noticeably less intense on my skin standing out there. And you know, the biggest risk was probably of sunburn. The light was weird um, at peak eclipse, kind of like looking through a tinted window. Now the glasses I had said they were ISO certified, which I hoped was a legit certification and not the mark of a counterfeiter. I didn't look at the sun for long periods, um, glances just to be safe, um, which reminds me of a, a different Seinfeld episode. You, uh, what was the comment? You get a sense of it and you look away. Um, the glasses I had were from a company in Arizona that was on the approved and safe vendor list. From an inventory management standpoint, it's interesting that the glasses warn not to use glasses older than 12 months because they could be damaged by incorrect storage. And again, that's always a risk with inventory, uh, the risk of damage. Um, there was a, a pinhole projector that I made um, with different size holes. Um, I've got a picture of that and the projection of the eclipse actually worked pretty well. That was pretty cool. And I also posted a picture of me uh, being a nerd in those borrowed glasses. So um, interesting scenario. I don't know what the answers are. I'd be curious to hear what you think. Again, you can post a comment or some of your eclipse experiences by going to leanblog.org audio 223. Thanks for listening.